Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for February 14th, 2022. In this episode, we'll be covering the 2022 NBA trade deadline. So what are my initial thoughts of this deadline? You know, for me, this was sort of a weaker trade deadline. Maybe I've been a bit spoiled in the past few years. We've seen some you know, some pretty blockbuster trades happening uh, around this time. Um, but yeah, I was just sort of surprised to see a lot of those NBA heavyweight contenders, you know, largely didn't make any moves to turn the needle. You know, we saw the Bucks trade for Serge Ibaka, um, but teams like the, the Heat, the Bulls, the Phoenix Suns, the Warriors largely stood pat this trade deadline, only making some really small minor moves here and there. So we'll see how that plays off in the playoffs this spring. But our first trade is the Brooklyn Nets and Philadelphia 76ers have actually finalized a trade sending James Harden to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond and draft picks all going to the Brooklyn Nets. This was, of course, the most blockbuster trade this trade deadline. It seems to me that the Simmons saga has finally ended. You know, potential to start a new one here. It's kind of crazy to think Ben Simmons on the Nets might even create more drama and chaos than he did on the Sixers. Right now, it's it, in my opinion, it's hard to evaluate this trade. My initial thoughts are that the Sixers have won. Um, you know, they're trading a player who has essentially refused to play. He is an all-star uh, for an NBA superstar and, and some sort of minor uh, role players. On the other end, though, the Nets have received some much-needed depth, with Kyrie likely to miss a lot of games in the next few months here, including probably about half the playoff games the Nets play in. They're really going to need players like Seth Curry and, and Andre Drummond to carry some of that load for the team. But yeah, I think ultimately, you know, in the end, this is probably a positive move for both teams. We'll really only be able to see how this plays out once we get to the playoffs and in future seasons. Our next big trade is the Pacers have actually traded DeMontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. You know, I think this was probably, weirdly enough, the most surprising trade of the trade deadline. It felt to me like this was a bit of a desperation move by the Kings. You know, they've sort of made quite a few questionable decisions in the past decade or so, which has sort of led to them being a completely underwhelming team. That being said, I think this has the potential to be a big trade for them. They just need to start making some some better decisions and surrounding Sabonis with better players. This will never be a NBA contender team, but I do think it could be a play-in team or potentially, you know, a sixth seed in the Western Conference. You know, they're really making a big gamble here. Tyrese Halliburton was a really good young talent. He's in his sophomore season. So to trade him for a player like Sabonis, they really need to, you know, make a statement to their fans and go for a playoff run within the next two or so seasons. On the other side of this trade, you know, looking at the Pacers, it's nice to see them finally embrace uh, this tank. They've had two or so consecutive seasons of just underperforming. You know, they've had, I would say, above average role players, which on paper makes them look to be like a fifth or a sixth seed. But, you know, I guess 
guys like Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon, and Sabonis just maybe didn't have the support. The the you know there's been a bit of instability with some front office changes, coaching changes. Um, but Halliburton will be a core piece for this team moving forward. I really am excited to see who they can surround him with. On the note of Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson, I don't expect them to be on this team for for really long. I expect this to be Halliburton's team. Um, and, you know, keep an eye on them because I'm, I'm sure they will probably be dealt in some trades in the near future in the summer or uh, next trade deadline. Our next trade we have is the Mavericks have traded Kristaps Porzingis to the Washington Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Pertans. You know, the Wizards were sort of big sellers this deadline. You know, they dealt Spencer Dinwiddie and they dealt Montrez Harrell, which were two big pieces for them. That, you know, they started the season really hot. They were the top team for, you know, a month or so there. But they've really fizzled out as of the last few months. I think starting around maybe Christmas is when they uh, when they started to do poorly. They're now currently sitting at 25 wins and 30 losses as a team. You know, the team for me is is sort of in a strange place where they have the potential to be a playoff team, but just complete instability around the front office and just really players, to be honest. That There's just been such movement around the you know the players on this team you've had guys like Thomas Bryant who, who looked to be an emerging talent for them but then he kind of got a, uh, an injury early in the season Rui Hachimura missed a bunch of time and then you know Kuzma and all these guys coming into the season you know they've really had the inability to put strong pieces around Bradley Beal which I think has hamstrung this team you know Kristaps Porzingis he's a one-time all-star when he was on the New York Knicks since getting traded to the Mavericks a few seasons ago, he's really struggled with injuries. He was struggling with them on the Knicks as well, but it's just been more apparent maybe on the uh, Mavericks. So maybe this change of scenery will be good for him. Trade for me doesn't make a lot of sense on the Mavericks end. Maybe they're just trying to clear up some cap space, um, see if they can find another star around Luka because that's kind of their main guy going forward. But yeah, maybe changes of scenery will be good for, for all players here. And then the last trade we're going to be discussing today is Portland acquiring Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Thomas Sadoransky for CJ McCollum. Another team that is, has started to embrace the tank. They've traded away McCollum, Robert Covington, and Norman Powell for bench players. Just this trade deadline, it's making... It's starting to feel like the beginning of the end of this era for the for the Trailblazers. You know, we, we've already discussed in previous episodes where where my opinion is on where Damian Lillard sits with this franchise. But yeah, uh, w- with these moves, I, I really don't think he will uh, he'll be too happy to stick around. But you never know. I mean, he is a franchise legend for that team, and he may just be in it for the long run. On the other end, I think it's it, it's a difficult to evaluate this trade for the Pelicans. You know, for the past few seasons, they've always seemed like a one or two players away from being, you know, a conference semifinals or maybe even a conference finals team. Zion Williamson has missed a ton of time. Brandon Ingram's missed a ton of, you know, not a ton, but some time. You know, they dealt Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday. So maybe CJ, CJ McCollum will be that guy who can who can take them over the hump, but they're really starting to feel like a play-in team for me. You know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I guess you'd have to ask a Pelicans fan. And before we move on to our NBA Top 8 standings, I just want to remind fans that the All-Star Game will be Sunday, February 20th, you know, a week from when we record the episodes. 
Keep an eye on the, our website. We'll post details if we decide to do a live stream or a chat during the game. You can find uh, all that information at tbu.ffmi.ca. Now taking a look at our NBA Top 8 standings. As always, we start off with the Eastern Conference. And as always, there's movement in the Eastern Conference. Up to number one, we have the Miami Heat, who've moved up one spot, overtaking the Chicago Bulls, who have moved down one spot in second. The Cleveland Cavaliers continue to climb and are now up to third, moving one spot up. We have the Bucks moving down one spot and are now in fourth. The Sixers, who maintain fifth, but keep an eye on them. I'm sure they'll be, uh, they'll be climbing soon. The Raptors continue to ascend as well. They've been on a six-game winning streak up until last night, losing to the Nuggets. So they're in sixth now. The Boston Celtics have moved up one spot to be in seventh. And then finally, we have the Brooklyn Nets, who have continued to descend down the standings, hopefully not for much longer if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. And in the Western Conference, we actually have no changes. So in consecutive order, here are the 1 through 8 standings in the Western Conference. In first, we have the Suns, second Warriors, third Grizzlies, fourth Jazz, fifth Mavericks, sixth Nuggets, seventh Timberwolves, and finally in eighth, the LA Clippers. As always, that is the update. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. If you like the show, we'd appreciate you sharing it with your friends. The Basketball Update is produced by Jacob Gedzella in association with Forest Friends Media. Thanks to Chesterfield for the use of our theme music. Our next episode will be Monday, February 21st, 2022. Thanks for listening.